Previously on Great Samaritans. Dear Nabisco, what happened? Fig Newtons were huge in the 19th century. Now, they're not even in the top 10. When's the last time you looked yourself in the mirror? Are you even doing the hard part anymore? Do you even know what that's referencing? Parentheses, we'll get into that later. Sorry, it's just we really care about those ooey gooey fig biscuits. Whatever happened to Big Fig, we saw that he died. Rip, by the way. We didn't see anything on your social media about it, but we're expecting a replacement for such a human and relatable character. Bobby Moynihan, anybody? He's got the footwork, and most importantly, he does the hard part. You know who else does the hard part? Sicilian grandmothers. These women are selling their love making Cucidati for $55 for two dozen. And how many Fig Newtons do you sell for $55? You guys are cheaper by the dozen. You're out of touch. You don't listen to what we want anymore. Where's the authenticity? I can tell you don't love your figs, so we need to hire the love. We recommend hiring insecure Sicilian grandmothers, touching the product, kissing the Newtons, turning the lights off every night at the factory, putting in the hours to reintroduce love into your product. And if you hire a phony grandma, then you're not doing the hard part. Something we've noticed is a lack of recognition of a particular special day that is marked on our calendars, January 16th. A day that should be known across the globe as Fig New Year. A day where we come together to collectively do the hard part. And all we ask is you do the hard part and make Fig Newton what it should be. An elevated cookie. Happy Fig New Year. Sincerely, the Great Samaritans. Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host John Ramsey. And we're doing this podcast because it is our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day. And we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? You know, normally I'm very chipper. Normally I'm very positive. Um, but today I just can't report that I'm feeling that way. Unfortunately, I was bullied. Really? By who? Yeah, I got bullied. By someone in this podcast. I'm talking about you, Thomas. For all the listeners. I bullied you? I oh, went no. down. Thomas did a very nice thing for me. He went and got the product um, that we're going to be talking about later in the episode. And he brought it to my apartment. So kind. So nice. I meet him downstairs. And as I'm picking up the product, oh. he says, did you just wake up? Referring to my pajama bottoms that I'm still wearing. <laughs> I said, did you wake up in those pajamas? And then you said, what the fuck? And that made me laugh really loud. And then I, I assured you that I wouldn't have judged you if the answer was yes. But you asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it unreasonable for me to, to think that might be the case? No, no, that's fine. It's fine absolutely fine you know what i i know this about me i sometimes 
I don't check myself and I ask questions that might be offensive and I'm going to be more careful and I'm, I'm sorry, John. Maybe it cut so deep, Thomas, because I, I did sleep in those pants. <laughs> oh, wait, so I was right? <laughs> yes, you were. You were right. I slept in my pajama bottoms pants and I kept them on all day. And there are a lot of people, I think, that would be on my side. It's a pandemic. It's winter. I'm not putting on jeans. Apparently, I have to now for you, Tom. No. You're never going to see me in pajama bottoms again. I want to go back to my original statement that I don't think it's a problem. I was just curious. I, I would have thought it was funny and fun. So that's how I'm doing. How are, how are you doing? It's funny you... Uh, you, you mentioned how you were feeling a little down because I woke up feeling a little weird too today. And I almost was going to reschedule. I felt so weird. Whoa. Yeah. I just like, I didn't sleep that well and mm-hmm. felt like, I don't know if I can do it today, but I figured if anything's going to get me out of this funk, it's going to be doing the pod and the combination of Gerolsteiner and Bragg apple cider vinegar, which is what I'm drinking right now. Dang. Yeah. Two products we've reviewed, two products we've come to love. They're helping you out? Yes. It's a magic elixir. I highly recommend it. Oh, wait. Are you putting them together? Yes. Nice. You get the, you get the minerals of the Gerolsteiner and the mother yeah. of the apple cider vinegar. Yeah. It's just so much energy. So, yeah. Feeling a little better now. Good. Well, I'm glad. Thanks. And I'll give you I'll give you my lunch money later today. <laughs> no, John, you don't have to give me your lunch money. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, I think it's time to introduce the guest. Oh, perfect. Okay. This person that we got, this absolute sweetie that we are bringing onto the mic is a dear friend. I have not seen them in quite a while. The funniest pearl in the oyster shell. It's Laura Maynard. You might have seen her on her Herald team slice, slicing up in the city. You might have seen her serving up drinks and food as as a at, when she worked at I.O. And now you probably don't see you probably haven't seen her in Chicago in a while because she's not there anymore. Laura, welcome to the pod. Oh my gosh. I you, you also could have seen me on the Herald team that we were on together, John. Oh, Way that's back right. Back in the day, good old. That's right. If if you were in Chicago, yeah. What Jesus? In two, three years in ago, in 2018, and you saw yep. 66 Mustang. You saw me and John yep. goofing off. Oh my gosh! Yep. I had to. I had but to that get that isn't show. where we met. We met in classes. Like, <laughs> was it level five? Yeah. At IO? Yep. Level five. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Funniest. Who was funniest the in the bunch. Who's our teacher? <laughs> I think it's only Noah, right? Oh yes, yeah. We were only we were only in that last. Le- yeah, in Noah's level together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about uh, the training center program in a hot minute. So this has really taken me back. But y'all, I'm so I'm so over the moon to be here. Oh. I live full time with my grandparents now, and this is just oh my gosh, this is such a delight. And they're absolutely wonderful. But this is a joy. And they told me specifically to tell you all hello and i think oh. when they said you all i i think that means you two as well as i tried to kind of explain what a podcast was and so i think that that hello is also to to you the listeners as well right now that's great Aww. yeah 
That is sweet. Well, we I, I say hello back. I don't know what Thomas is going to say, but I'm definitely yep. saying hello back. Me too. But oh no, Thomas, I was going to say we have to wait two episodes for you to tell me what you're going to say to my grandparents. Oh, man. <laughs> Every two episodes, you have a new message. Okay. okay. What like, are their names? Okay. What are your grandparents' names? My grandmother's name is Lou, and my grandfather's name is John. Great names. Now, let me take a guess here. Lou, short for Lucille? Actually, it's just Lou. Her full name is Velma Lou Allman Maynard. Oh, my wow. God. And she goes by Lou. Wow. That's a pretty great name. It's a very, a very a like southern, name. wonderful, rich mm-hmm. name. Rich is in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, just full of full of joy. I'm gonna trust the hospitality that I'm gonna get from someone named Thelma Lou. Yeah, Velma, Velma, Ve- Vel- oh, Velma, Velma, like Ruru. It's the worst Scooby Doo. I like coughed in the middle of it. It did yeah, the job. It did the job. But I'm just, I'm so happy to be here. And I'm so happy to talk about probably my, I would say top, top three favorite foods with you guys right now. Wow. Today. Wow. This is awesome. a perfect guest because Laura knows how to transition out of banter directly into the yeah. interview portion. She did it Let's for us. Let's dive in. I'm no nonsense. I have things to say. So Laura, what is your experience with Pillsbury slash their cinnamon rolls? In my household growing up, every single Sunday we had Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, and 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 we had the the circular ones, and we put them in a pan, and it was, I mean, it was truly one of the only like rituals I think that my family had. That it was just every single Sunday for as long as I can remember, we had cinnamon rolls on Sunday morning, and we always everyone oh got two, God. and then the biggest family drama that's actually ever happened in my family was because of Pillsbury cinnamon rolls because you when you get them in the you know big container there's eight of them right and I'm a family of four so it works out perfectly but you put them in the circular pan and it's seven on the outside and one in the middle so that that middle cinnamon roll is always like desired right and I have an older Mm -hmm. sister she's seven years older than me and our, our parents thought that it was only fair that, you know, when I came to a certain age, you know, we alternated who got the middle cinnamon roll. Because that was, that was really one of the only things that I, you know, my sister and I would kind of bicker about. And so they were like, you know, we don't want to fight, so we'll just, we're just going to alternate who gets the middle cinnamon roll, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, we did that for years and years and years. And then when I was 13, like 12 or 13, it was, you know... Every, like just like every other Sunday for my whole life. And then my dad said, you know, Laura, we, we actually have to tell you something. For the last seven, eight years of your life, you, we've been telling you that you're getting the middle cinnamon roll and we've just been swapping it with Lucy's. And so she's been getting it because you were a little kid and you didn't know the difference and you were just, you know, eating the food that you were given. I was conned for almost a decade and I lost it I have never felt more betrayed I was a young adult I was empowered to speak my mind and I I said I get the middle cinnamon roll from here on out 
And then my sister was like, okay, well, can we... <laughs> Can we negotiate that? Like she's still uncomfortable. She's like, I've been having the I've been having the best part for eight years, and I'm not relinquishing my power. Right at that point, she was like 18, and so she mm-hmm. it was her whole life. And I said, no, I get the middle syndrome role from here on out. And it, I am 23 years old right now, and like clockwork, every time I come home, it's not even a discussion. I'm given that middle cinnamon <laughs> role, and it deserves to always be that way. And every now and then we bring it up and my parent like like my and my my poor mom, she says that she she really stuck up for me and she tried to fight for me to have it every now and then. And she said probably like once every few months, few months, she would allow me to get the middle cinnamon roll. But that was that was the best that she could do. So I really I'm I'm happy for what she was able to do, but but my dad and my sister were just were too dominant in there for sure. Wow. I have a question right off the bat. How, so now, how do you verify that you're actually getting the middle? I don't leave the room. That was where they got nice. me. Nice. Because mm-hmm. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I would just, you know, mm-hmm. I would show up and they're, oh, there's my plate. There's my two cinnamon rolls. Uh-uh. No more. I watch my dad ice them. I watch it happen. Because we have a very specific order that things happen, too. So like, because I get the middle cinnamon roll, that means that I get second pick for the other outside ones. So then my sister, Ooh. then my sister's like, okay, I'll take that one, I'll take that one. It's a draft. And then it's, it's a draft, it's exactly a draft. Moms always last. First, I just wanna show you guys how I baked him in a in a cast iron. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, that looks great. That's and beautiful, but oh my word. I gave, I took the middle, then gave the rest to my neighbor. <laughs> I wanna read best you guys. Best. Yeah, I want to read you guys the text. Okay. Did you keep any for you, he asks. Yeah, I had one. The middle slash best one, he says. Ha, yeah, good. Then I write, biggest, most icing, most cinnamon. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Good good with a period is really strong, too. I'm feeling like a huge dummy right now Mm -hmm. because I put my cinnamon rolls. This is my first experience with the actual Pillsbury cinnamon roll I didn't know I I I was a fool I put (laughs) I put them in a line I had a big baking pan (laughs) I put put them all in a line line because I thought (laughs) it wasn't that big it was like four and four (laughs) yeah yeah but but I made sure none of them were touching and I thought that was something that was important I thought these can't touch i thought that was like not a good idea and so they just i didn't really get any experience with a with my middle i didn't get a middle (sighs) well you know what john one way you could think about it is you got all middles that's right okay this is like a feel like i did an oops all berries situation exactly (laughs) man oh my god laura i had no idea yeah and again i'm sorry that was so that was so much but it really is I love my family, and this is this is something that to this day I still I don't know if I'll ever be able to laugh about it. So this this coming onto this pod in a way is a is a form of therapy for me. Good. Oh, good. Good. Well, we're gonna get you in the chair, and we're gonna we're gonna fix you. <laughs> this is a one session fix. Yep, that's what we do. Do you feel, Laura, like you can trust your parents, or is there still just the tiniest dusting of doubt? It worries me how effortlessly they lied to a child for that yeah. long, you know? Yeah. How, how do you do that? I was young, 
I all I wanted was my equal share. It wasn't like I was demanding it. I just wanted every other every other Sunday. And that yeah. wasn't even honored. That's what kills me. I'm getting a vivid image in my head of your parents and your sister and your grandparents okay. plotting. No, they weren't in on it. <laughs> Don't okay. bring Velma and John into this. Okay, okay, okay. They're sweeties. Yeah. No, but it's fun. it's the only fun thing that's coming from it now is that I I really have a, a wonderful thing to guilt them with whenever I need to pull that card. And I'm you know I'm the I'm the baby of the family, and so every yeah, now yeah. and then I I gotta keep them in line. Hey, I'm the baby of the family too. How about you, Thomas? Where do you fall? I'm the middle. Oh, <laughs> respect. Nothing but respect. Yeah. All right. So you kind of answered it, but let's just. Do it officially. Why did you choose Pillsbury slash cinnamon rolls? Nothing. There's no food that I eat on a regular basis that's more important to me than these cinnamon rolls. I think that they're, they feel, it's, you know, I don't have a lot of foods that like feel like home. And cinnamon cinnamon rolls, Mm. even when they're not Pillsbury, feel like home. But when they're this brand, when I'm, oh man, when I'm, when I get out that tiny little container of icing, and I get my knife and I don't leave a single ounce of it in there. I just, I'm so happy. And when you, when you eat them fresh right when they get out of the oven, they're just so delicious. They're delicious any meal, but they're a wonderful mm-hmm. thing to start your day with. I've, I've developed a couple um, in the last few years, a couple of food intolerances, kind of all the like, you know, just, you know, no gluten, dairy, and all, the, all of these things. It's nothing super severe, but my body has really... There's, I shouldn't still be able to eat these cinnamon rolls and be fine. Right. My body <laughs> welcomes them. I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel ill when I eat them. My, my body is like, no, we, we need these. Yeah. And, and, and when you asked me to be on the show, it wasn't even, there wasn't even oh, a second wow. choice. There wasn't even a second choice. I said, it's got, first of all, I mean, I know we're going to get into this brand. I mean, I love this brand mm-hmm. as a whole. And these cinnamon rolls, I think, for so long as you as you were a kid, they just they just felt like everything to me. And we we grew up just adoring Sundays because it meant that we got to have cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so happy that I'm an adult and I get to keep sharing that and making them for my friends and talking about it with my friends. And you get to make your home a little bit bigger <laughs> with every cinnamon roll that you share. That's right. I'm serious. Yeah. I like to goof. I like to goof on the pot a lot, but I associate home with a scent more than i do mm. with mm. four walls and a roof That's right. to me you can you can make home anywhere that smells like a home mm. and i think when i was baking my eight cinnamon rolls in a lime <laughs> my little soldiers <laughs> it smelled marvelous yeah. it smelled so tasty mm. in my apartment it filled the entire apartment with joy yeah. with cinnamon joy yeah, nothing to lighten the mood and uh, make you happy like the smell of baking stuff. And John, I, I think I'm going to say, I think Laura might be the most passionate about the brand of yep. any guest so far. It's funny. Last episode, we had a hate passion. <laughs> we, had a, we had a negative passion for a product, which has never happened before. And now we have maybe the most positive, passionate response I, we've ever seen on the oh pod. Oh my gosh. I can't rave enough about everything that this. I I uh, know we're gonna get into the mascot soon, but yeah, oh yeah, might be one of the best food mascots ever. Yeah, definitely. So to get into the brass tacks of Pillsbury, I'm gonna go through a brief history. 
Now, C.A. Pillsbury and Company was founded in 1869 by Charles A. Pillsbury and his uncle, John S. Pillsbury. In 1949, the company introduced a national baking competition, which came to be known as the Pillsbury Bake Off. So cool. Yeah, it was nationally broadcast on CBS for many years. We should bring it back. Yeah, they should. I agree so much. I agree with that so much. It could much. become like the American Great British Baking Show. It could be what we counter that with, you know? Yeah. And we could do some like heritage styling to really kind of rub it in their faces that we were first. Yeah. <laughs> Make it really patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Charles A. Pillsbury died suddenly on September 17th, 1899 from a heart ailment. Mm -hmm. And Pillsbury once claimed to have the largest grain mill in the world at the Pillsbury A mill overlooking St. Anthony Falls. The building had two of the most powerful direct drive water wheels ever built. God, what I wouldn't give to see it. And now the Pillsbury A mill was converted to artist lofts. Uh, I'm sorry, we could live in the old Pillsbury Mill? That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> All right, now on to the marketing summary. Poppin' Fresh, more widely known as the Pillsbury Doughboy, was created by Rudy Purs, a copywriter by Rudy. Oh, my yep. God, Rudy. I really hope Rudy is listening to this because I want to personally thank you so much for what you've given me in my life and so many yeah we're gonna try to find rudy yeah. and definitely send him the episode or at least see what he's up to now <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, just check in with him yeah yeah ask him how he's well, doing it's yeah. always it's always popping fresh this and never how's rudy exactly in the 1970s a pillsbury doughboy family was created and sold as dolls wait the other family yeah, in, yeah. in this family are Poppin' Fresh, of course, mm-hmm. Poppy Fresh, no. aka Miss Poppin' Fresh, no. or Pillsbury Dough Girl. Okay, now this a is... A lot of monikers. This is important. It is debated among collectors as to whether Poppy is Poppin's wife, girlfriend, or sister. No! <laughs> no. Uh... Why couldn't they have established which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, just intro- yeah. they just introduced <laughs> with no context poppy i want to email leo burnett next <laughs> be yeah. Like, I need yeah really okay we're not done with the family yep, there's yep. grand popper <laughs> grand mommer those are obviously little, the grandparents a little lazy <laughs> if you ask me <laughs> then there's just popper the boy and Bun Bun, the baby girl. Aww. Then there's Flapjack, the dog. No! <laughs> and last but not least, Biscuit, the cat. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that wasn't last. No. Uncle Rolly. There's another uncle! <laughs> is, I'm so sorry to keep hearing about this, but we don't know if Miss... Poppin' Fresh is, a, is his wife or his sister. This is but we my know, thought exactly, Laura. We know what their dog, cat, and uncle's names are. Yeah. I like how they specified as to whether we even don't know if it's his wife or is his girlfriend. Yes. Or sister. <laughs> yeah. But like, more specifically, 
Did he ever put a ring on it? We don't know. I can't believe that. How long did that last? How long was that campaign for? <laughs> or is it still unknown? It said in the 1970s. So oh, let's say God. it's a decade. What I wouldn't give to have a time machine I right might now. look into these dolls and try to collect. Oh my God. Now I think it's time that we uh, play some ads. So we'll play the audio of them for you and we'll be watching them. I'm going to play the introduction of Poppin' Fresh. I'm so so excited. I can't stress this enough. Hi, I'm Poppin' Fresh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. They just came out of the counter. Out of cookies? Let's make some. Hey, those are chocolate chip cookies. My favorite. Now, if you'll do the slicing, we'll do the baking. While they're cooling, let's sing a song. Oh, a house smells so nice when you bake in the oven. A warm kind of smell when you bake in the oven. Dozens of loving like something from the oven. And Pillsbury says it best. Now for those cookies. Mmm, these look good. You're wonderful. Oh, home-baked chocolate chip oh cookies God. fresh in the dairy case. And Pillsbury says it best <laughs> oh my gosh wow I, oh my gosh that was so good if i was watching that if i was just sitting at home in when did this air the 1960s that was 60s it oh says. my gosh i would be like we gotta go to the store right now like that would work that commercial would work for me i loved when commercials when jingles used to be like three verse songs mm-hmm. yeah i missed that also before we before we get uh away from this commercial i just want to commend whoever did it for using claymation Leo Burnett. <laughs> thank you so much yes. that was that was stop motion doughboy mm-hmm. I, I just I admire anybody. I admire Tim Burton. I admire anybody who spends the time. Wallace and Gromit. Anybody who takes that time when it's so, you know, it'd be so easy to just do like a big fig move, right, Thomas? Where you can yeah. just put a, a guy in a suit and be like, no, this is the Pillsbury Doughboy. But to make him out of clay, much like God did to Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me about my religious views. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I loved I loved that commercial. <laughs> I yeah, I bet in the '60s that must have blown people's minds to see that claim. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And the cookies looked Are, great. Yes. Good job mm-hmm. all around. A plus. Mm-hmm. A plus. First commercial. And right at the end there, you got the Pillsbury Doughboy on his first blush. You get what does she say? She says like you're wonderful. They're wonderful, and then he cooks himself a little bit. Like he blushes. <laughs> Yes. So hard, like his entire face goes red. So the young girl kisses Poppin' Fresh, oh. and then his cheeks, instead of blushing, they get golden brown like a baked good would. I hope Poppy didn't see that. I was that. about to say, we yeah. still don't know if this was infidelity or not. We have no confirmation. So true. I mean, it was before the family, right? The family was in the 70s. That's true. He was, he was yeah, a single. He was still yeah. single. Oh, he was a bachelor. He's a bachelor. So, John, do you want to play the ad you were talking about? Yes, more than anything. Okay. (laughs) So exciting. Oh, this is so fun. I'm so excited. Every commercial thus far has been cute 
innocent doe. And what I'm about to show you might be a little bit shocking. Hey, Uncle Ed, how about some crescents down here? Hey, that's the last one. Oh, do you want it? Yeah. Okay, we'll split it. This is half. That's not half. That is so half. Made fresh. So light, buttery, and flaky. No wonder people always ask for more Pillsbury Crescents. That's like 70-30. 50-50. Guys, I have more. Just take it, Ma. I don't know. We'll measure. <laughs> it's the holidays. Do you have enough Crescents? I'll get my ruler. <laughs> I'll get my ruler as the dad. That was an explicit that was an explicit reference in a Billsbury Doughboy commercial, and I was shook. I was shook it. I'm gonna get my dick ruler. That's what he's saying. I get I get that that's what happened. Now John I don't know if it's as overt as you think it is. Are you kidding me? I don't Too- like the tone they say it in either. Yeah. Two frosty-tipped guys, good-looking guys. <laughs> One of them says, they're trying to settle a debate. What's 50-50? They need to figure out who's... It's a This whole commercial has been a power play, right? That's how I read it. Yeah. They're trying to see who's is bigger, right? Who's half is bigger? And then one of them says, I'll go get my ruler. I mean, that... That was a detour into... Pillsbury as a sexual <laughs> brand. That's right. You heard it here. Okay. Maybe the the ambiguity with the Doe Girl was intentional. Mm-hmm. Leo Burnett, incredible, in, genius. That's that's the takeaway. That's I'm gonna on my own time write an email to them, really thanking them for their their contributions to this brand that that we lo- we know and love today. Yeah, and it you know I think. If we want to, we can do our email in the episode to Leo Burnett instead of Pillsbury. <laughs> yeah. Right? Amazing. Amazing. Instead of going to the brand, we go straight to the source. Yeah. All right. So let's get into their web presence slash social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, their website is pretty bare bones. I, I have to say, I was expecting that they had more products than they do. Yeah. Um. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of recipes. That's kind of nice. And their social media is basically all just recipes. And it's on, on their website is where I found a bunch of reviews of Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. And this was, I, I really wanted to share, share these with you. So those, I'm just going to fire through a couple of these real quick. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad, you know. And I think that's, I think that's beautiful. So uh, this one is a, is a one star. We were fancying cinnamon rolls, so we bought Pillsbury brand. We followed the instructions, and we were excited to have it for breakfast. What a disappointment. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I read the reviews here, and I, and I agree with the bad reviews. Not enough icing, which would have not made a difference anyway. How can oh. you improve this biscuit? <laughs> So that that one, you know, not a pleased customer for sure. Um, that is a serious is... allegation to say frosting cannot improve this because <laughs> I think improve... one of the greatest things about this brand is that frosting. Yeah. I think, yeah, wow, it's so good. And some would argue that, like, no matter how bad you butcher the actual <laughs> bake of these cinnamon rolls, you just you're gonna you're gonna put icing on there, and nobody's gonna care. 
Um, so this is another one star review. This is one star, and it's and it's. I bought these thinking they would be okay. Wrong. These were nastiest so-called cinnamon rolls I ever had. They do not taste like cinnamon rolls. They taste identical to their regular biscuits with a small amount of cinnamon. I had to throw Ooh. them out. You should no. be ashamed of yourself for passing along these nasty biscuits as cinnamon rolls. Oh. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh my gosh. And then this is the... the the four, the, sorry, the five-star review that I really love. And um, it, the, the name of the reviewer is Joyful Commenter. So that should really give mm-hmm. you an idea. And it's, four, it's five stars. And it's, y'all are wild. These are the best out there. Amazing. Delicious. I've loved these my whole life since I was a child. It's all of these product reviews that are disappointing. Because it's only the negative Nancy's out there hating. Be happy, spread love and joy, and most importantly, spread the yummy icing all over your scrumptious Pillsbury cinnamon (laughs) bun, not biscuit, which feels like a direct Mm. attack at the last one-star review we just read, and enjoy. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. That's how you do it. Mic drop. And then, this is, I just want to end on this this three-star review. The info on the package for Grand Cinnamon Rolls says 300 calories per roll with icing. This net source from Pillsbury says 140 calories, etc. Which is true. Either... (laughs) He's just asking a question. (laughs) But he wanted to give it three stars. Are either of them even true? (laughs) He he wanted to give it three stars and his review was just a question. That's great. <laughs> What's his name? Oh my god, his name MCPO. Okay. MCPO. I was hoping he would okay. be curious commenter or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you for letting me share those. But it of has a, it, the cinnamon rolls on the Pillsbury website have a pretty abysmal rating. It's it's I think it's a 2.4 out of 5 or something. Yeah. yeah. Now, why? Before we get into it, let's read the oh my God, the course. one left on Christmas Day. Okay. <laughs> Bobo writes, or no, Bobo writes. <laughs> Bobo. <laughs> A fifty-year tradition on Christmas morning in my family went down the drain today, as the recipe has definitely changed for the worse. So bad that I'm writing this on Christmas morning. <laughs> And sure enough, this review's time stamped to December 25th, no! 2020. <laughs> this guy left his celebration. Hold on, guys. No, this, is, this will not stand. I'm, I don't want to forget about this. I'm doing this right now. I need to remember. No, we're not opening the presents yet. <laughs> It's like that image of, you know, like a like a father in like a dimly lit office and he's just typing away and then like a really sad yes. child just knocks on the door. He's like, dinner's ready. And he's like, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> just that's what I, <laughs> I imagine yeah. that. Dinner's ready, Bobo. Beat it. Hey, beat it. <laughs> so they call him Bobo. Yeah, the kids call him Bobo. 
That's so bad. Oh I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. Poor thing. I feel bad, but that, that seems to be a general consensus is that people think that they've changed the recipe a couple times mm. throughout its tenure. And mm. one more other thing before we talk about the reviews is Amazon, which I think is probably more accurate of a review site. For sure. On Amazon, they're number one in cinnamon rolls. Oh. Be- number one Great. bestseller in cinnamon rolls. And on 4,800 reviews, they have a 4.7 out of 5. That's incredible. That's, so, that's astounding. And well, yeah. well deserved. Their crescent rolls are a same situation. They're mm-hmm. number one in dinner rolls and a similar f- high rating. Wow. Um, Gosh. Okay, crescent rolls is 3,700 reviews at 4.8 out of 5. Great. Not bad. I'm just like hearing you. I'm just nodding. I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm so, pr- I'm so proud. <laughs> but yeah, they must have changed something if mm-hmm. they're getting all these bad reviews. I, I saw a lot of, it's hard to open the package, which I didn't experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. That That's me. That's my review. Oh, really? I didn't know how to do it. I, I, I read, mm. you know, peel, peel the paper off. And then, and then I didn't know. No, I didn't know how it. Like that's such a unique way to open a tube. Did you use your spoon? I tried. Did you using read the, the directions? Yes, I did the best okay. I could with the directions that were given to me. Um, <laughs> if I had seen now the commercials, actually, as I watched the compilation, the commercials do a pretty good job of explaining. Like you know, they crack the tube. They're good yeah. at cracking the tube in the commercials. But I thought that. What made the most sense to me was you just open it at one of the metal tops. So I was I spent like fifteen minutes just with a spoon, right? I had the the, the lip of the spoon oh. it, at the at the top of the metal, whatever at the oh end of the gosh. tube, and I was just trying no. to pry it. And then, luckily, my girlfriend has experience with Pillsbury, and she opened it with absolutely no problem at all. <laughs> so it was a user error. All right, John, I'm not bullying you here. Oh I'm just curious. Like, did you try to use the spoon on the line? Did you see the line when you peel the packaging back? What line? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just saw a tube. I saw a paper Why? tube. And I thought, my enti- because my entire life has, the only experience that I've had with paper tubes has been mm-hmm. when you get finished with a paper towel, uh, you know, when you get through a roll of paper towels, or toilet paper and both of those tubes don't crack open in the middle and so i i was going in completely blind i had i had no idea how to do it yeah completely blind it's truly a thank you for letting me know engineering it is yeah yeah you're welcome (laughs) it's so satisfying when it just pops open oh my gosh i was scared it was almost like a streamer like a new year's eve streamer I was scared yeah, when it was my girlfriend a popped it yeah. open. Thank you. But I'm now that I know how to do it, I'm actually I'm I'm excited to buy another and yeah. you know, kind of show off. Yeah. I do my my dad there were multiple times that I would I would come in the kitchen and it wouldn't have done what it needed to do. And so my dad would just be like whacking it into the counter. <laughs> to just, <laughs> just be like, and then it would just kinda like 
pop it like it would just break oh and then yeah. it would be it would be open so like the, the cinnamon rolls wouldn't go anywhere it wouldn't go anywhere but yeah. he would yeah he would just be like hack, yuck, yuck. so wait thomas is this your first is this your first experience opening that tube it was my first yeah oh god <laughs> what i wouldn't give to have that <sighs> again <laughs> you're chasing that dragon chasing that dragon <laughs> Seeing that tube pop for the first time. You never take you never forget. You never forget yeah. your first I'll time. never forget, yeah. <laughs> so they're number one in dinner rolls, number one in cinnamon rolls, but in cake mixes, guess where they are Ooh. on Amazon, guys? Number three. Dander low. I would say oh, I would say maybe six. Okay. Um Laura's closer. They're number twenty two. <gasps> Oh my god. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're behind Duncan Hines, Simple Mills, Stonewall Mills, Rudy's, Wait, Annie's. Thomas, what number are they? <laughs> 22. I don't know about you. I'm sorry. We have, do we have, a, do we have an echo here? <laughs> it's such a silly joke. Um oh my gosh. I can't believe they're that low. But also it kind of makes sense. I think that my hmm. my belief is that companies should really only do a couple things really well, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why I've never I've never seen a Pillsbury cake in the store. I've never heard of this. I've never I've certainly never eaten one. Mm-hmm. So stop making them. Just talk to some people. I would love in another life. I think I was one of those people who you know do like ad focus groups. You know, just mm-hmm. to like see yeah. like what people are thinking about, because I think I would really cut through some of the the fat. I would really get to the meat of, the meat of what the people need from the companies, and I would I would report back up, with what needed to be done. That's who, in my other yeah. life. That's and that's who I think I was a no nonsense like, advertising, <laughs> medium totem pole worker. <laughs> <laughs> but obsessed with power. <laughs> but obsessed with power. That kind of, it, it sounds a little bit like they're suffering from Cheesecake Factory a little bit, or they're just mm. trying to maybe, yeah. like they've obviously beachheaded well, right? They, they do their thing that they do, and they do it the best, and congratulations to mm-hmm. them and kudos. Mm-hmm. But now they're trying to, and it makes sense to me, they're trying to go into more confectionery areas. Like it doesn't sound crazy to me to do that. It's just sad to hear that they're so low. Um, yeah, so I think... What we kind of do with this episode is we try to get their cake mixes up or we, like Laura said, just dismiss them. <laughs> we have to make a decision right now, guys. Okay. Okay. Um, I say, yeah, I say this, is, this would be my pitch. And I want you guys to, you know, mm-hmm. please give me feedback. We dismiss the cake mix. And I say, let's dismiss everything that's not those crescent yes. rolls or the cinnamon rolls. And then I'm going to say, Whoa. let's do more. Let's do more with the crescent rolls. Let's do more with the cinnamon rolls. Yes. I want shapes. I want color. I want design. Yep. That's yes. what we need. That's how, and, and we were talking about how do we bring young people back into this, you know? I think if in a realistic standpoint, Pillsbury, the people who are probably running and thinking they're, you know, they're not us. They probably think that people are still like Instagramming food. So mm-hmm. I think... We go with that and we just try to give them the most v- visually, aesthetically 
exciting version of their childhood food as we can. I do too. I was on the fence. I wasn't sure if we should try to, you know. <laughs> but when you have when you have a racehorse that doesn't perform, you don't help it get better. You take it out back. Yeah. You take that horse out back Wait. and you make sure it doesn't walk Wait, what do away. You, what? What? What do you do out back? What do you, you you You're not saying you kill the horse, are you? Uh, yes, I I kill horses. Why don't you just like give it away? Economically give it to a family speaking, that wants a horse. No. Oh, okay. Well, so let's use that. Let's use that. I was I said no initially, but let's use that. So we take Pillsbury cake mix and we give it away. Yeah, there we go. That that's good. I was about to lay off thousands of workers. <laughs> <laughs> In the or cake division, we tr- we retrain the cake division. Yes. You know, we we that's where we expand all of these other great. So then the cake division becomes like the 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 food dye pl- where we dye. My idea is that we have crescent rolls every color. You're just like, you want a crescent roll? Love that. It's the same taste. We've just got them in crazy colors. Yes. Like French macaroons. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That's awesome. There should be be a cheese crescent roll. I don't know if I've ever seen that. There's no savory, is there? We haven't even talked about fillings. Oh, my God. There we go. Pizza crescent roll. Cheeseburger Mm -hmm. crescent roll. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Peanut butter and jelly. Yes. We should be marketing people to eat crescent rolls every meal of the day. We need a steak yep. and potatoes crescent roll. I didn't even think about this. I should have... The answer is in the beginning of every episode, and it takes me the entire episode to figure it out. Laura said that she feels like she is at her happiest Sundays eating a cinnamon roll. What if we take that feeling, we multiply it by three, and then we multiply it by seven, baby? 21 <laughs> meals a week. All rolls, all Pillsbury, all the fucking time. Ah, ah. Absolutely. Yes. Yep, this is it. God, this is so good. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those ones where the answer is just kind of obvious and you just have to <laughs> chisel mm-hmm. away until it reveals itself. It reminds me of the Andrew episode a little bit where we, we hit our hole in one immediately. Yes. And now now that yeah. we've done that, you know, we can kind of goof around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because oh, the, yeah. the revenue... The revenue that we would be making from this just overhaul, this mass overhaul of crescent rolls, and we haven't really gotten into all of the different things we can do with the cinnamon rolls yet. Do we want to talk about the cinnamon rolls and how we could make those? All the same things apply. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, a little different, yeah. Different colors, definitely. Savory? A savory cinnamon roll? Definitely different color icings, I guess. Mm -hmm. Maybe like Uh blueberry icing I would want. Bacon? I, I think it yes. be bacon? bacon for sure bacon. Oh, that sounds so good. What I love about that is that the the um the receptacle that the icing goes in, you can put mm-hmm. gravy in there, you can put oh cranberry gosh, sauce yeah. in there, you can you can put eggnog in there, you can put a little shot of vodka in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me I you think can put anything should... that's a liquid. Yes. Go ahead, Laura. Yep. No, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, we just need to we need to put different things and you know sometimes like let's just go crazy like you know if we if we open these floodgates like let's put anything in that little container i want to open up a crescent roll i want to open i want to i want to hear that pop and not know what the heck i'm gonna find yes like i just want to be like 
I'm in it. Mystery dip. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Mystery dip. Yes. Mystery color, mystery dip. That's it. This is way better than the idea that I came in. I came into the episode with an idea, and I'm so glad that we came up with this. Because my idea was for Pillsbury to go into the ruler game. <laughs> Interesting. But but now we're, we got to the same end regardless. I'm not going to run it off. No, 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 no. We got to the point of the episode where we just get to go crazy. And not enough businesses yeah. ask themselves, can we go crazy right now? And I think Pillsbury is in yeah. a position where the answer is yes. Yeah, I think we hit the home runs. And now it's more of a matter of like, what do we do with the money? Absolutely. Okay. I think the mill needs more horsepower. First yeah, I was, I was going to say we should really get into the we should get into the public housing sector. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> create more more mills inspired public housing. We would really be yes. fulfilling a need in the community, and people would be reminded of how great Pillsbury is. Yeah, because we have the revolutionary technology of water wheels that literally provide energy for our buildings. Yeah. Okay, so what's rent? What are we charging for rent? $750. No, regardless of city, regardless of any other socioeconomic barriers, it's $750 every unit. Yeah, and I think there are, there's penthouses, there's studios, there are three <laughs> bedrooms, and it's a lottery system. <laughs> it's mystery again. We're using mystery again. Yeah. Guys, we gotta start writing this down before we forget. We got so many good ideas. I think we ride this momentum right into the email. I'm ready. I don't know about you guys. I'm so excited. Do either of you have any cinnamon rolls near you that you could eat before we get into this email? I can lick some icing off of a plate. I've got some, yeah. Okay, I think we should all sugar up. Absolutely. Because what I've found with these, I'll get about 20 minutes of energy out of them, and then I need to take a nap. They're so good. Gosh, what a lovely afternoon with my friends. Just... Just eating and talking about cinnamon rolls. I'm just so grateful. The dough has just the right amount of salt in it. You know? <laughs> Subtle detail. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi there. My name's Ruben Carmichael. About four years ago, I lost a sports bet and subsequently lost my temper. And unfortunately, I punched a hole in the wall. About two hours later, my wife came home with our two lovely daughters, and as you might expect, she started asking questions about the hole. Three weeks later, she moved out with our daughters. That's why I started RJ's Speedy Drywall Repair. We guarantee an at least presentable solution within two hours of your call. And the best part? We're not going to ask you what happened. But what if someone looks at the bill? Then they'll know I hired you. They won't. This is why. We only accept niche cryptocurrencies, and we'll give you an alias name that sounds nothing like your real name. So, if you need a speedy repair job, just go to rjoopsie.com or dial 1-800-RJ-OOPSIE. And again, we won't ask questions about your damages. Because frankly, it's none of our business. Alright, we're back guys. We're ready to write the email. Riding the sugar. Do we... Do a quick one to Leo Burnett and then a legit one to Pillsbury. Yeah. I could also include 
both, you know, I could send the email to both at the oh, same yeah. time. If we did both, the one to Leo Burnett should, it could do, it could be as simple as just thank you, Rudy. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> just like, that's how we open. love to Rudy. Thank you so much for all his work on the Pillsbury account. <laughs> Family. <laughs> family account (laughs) thank you rudy opening Mm -hmm. with that your work on the pillsbury family account has been a source of inspiration (laughs) to me and my friends for decades and my wives slash girlfriends slash sisters yeah yeah you could do like a hey rudy i just got out of a tough relationship is Dottie single and then maybe we could trick Maybe we could trick them into saying what the actual relationship is. <laughs> yeah. Trick them into getting a decades-old mystery answered. Then, return, return, return. How do we address Pillsbury? I think we say, we say, hey, l- look, look here. This is an mm. empire that y'all have built. Mm-hmm. Why are you bothering with this cake mix? Nobody's making this cake mix. Definitely. Maybe a little less aggressive than that. That's the most important thing. The look here is key. People people don't remember Rome for its amusement parks. That's right. So why mm. why would anybody remember Pillsbury for its cake mix? By the way, yeah. gotta do a spin-off episode emailing the Vatican about getting rid of these extra attractions. Yeah, yeah. Vatican City. <laughs> A little too much tourism Yeah, yeah. Already. let's turn it back. Let's go back to the basics a little bit, okay? Yeah, do you even care about G-O-D? <laughs> or ta- are you, or do you care more about making a little money? M-O- <laughs> M-O-N-E. M-O-N-E. Why in parentheses? Why in parentheses? <laughs> but no, I think... Uh, no, maybe not. The, maybe the Rome one is a separate email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a power move. We'll just, yeah, you we'll don't need BCC to do it. the Vatican into this one. <laughs> so we have three messages going to three separate parties. It's one, it's one email going to three different people. <laughs> so we've got the email to Rudy taken care of in the first paragraph. We take care of the Vatican in the second paragraph. And then the third paragraph, we can really address Pillsbury. Well, the Vatican is in between the beginning and end of the Pillsbury Pillsbury. So whoever from the Vatican is reading this one really has to read it to get to the part that's relevant. Because it's all the same paragraph. (laughs) Perfect. This is so good. Vatican at... (laughs) Rome.com. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. Because the Vatican wants to be easy to read. <laughs> it's like one of his things. The Vatican isn't his name. I keep referring. <laughs> <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of his things. It's one of his things. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so we just yeah, okay. I think we bring I think we bring it home to Pillsbury by just saying you're, you've got the two best products, some of the best food out there. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think we end on a call to action. And so that's, and then we say like, mm-hmm. so yes. now what are you going to do about it? Yeah, don't even tell them the ideas. <laughs> We've done that before. <laughs> that's a power play we like to use. I forgot about, in my mind, because we had already said it, it was already in the email. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, I do want to tell them about dyeing all of their crescent rolls yes. the colors of the rainbow. Oh, my God. Yeah. We so, live in a culture of customization. Mm-hmm. We live in a culture and a society where everything needs to be individualized, yep. right? For it to be loved. Yep. And we plan to start there. Have you ever been to France? <laughs> That's new paragraph. Yeah, new paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to France? You ever heard of a little French pastry called the macaroon? Did you happen to notice that they come in a variety of delightful colors? <laughs> delightful. The more condescending, the better. Yeah. You stole from France with the crescent rolls. <laughs> now it's time to steal from them again. Finish the job. It's time to finish the job. <laughs> I like the idea of, of sending them this and then just being like, and if you like that, well then wait until we tell you about mystery container cinnamon rolls. And then we just like, yes. that's a bomb that we just leave in there. Love it. No. That's a power play I like to call heighten without context. <laughs> heightening without, I would say we did a lot of heightening without consequence. <laughs> was a lot of our style of improv. <laughs> Maybe we let them know, hey, we've done improv. Yeah. Make sure that's in there. Do we include um, the apartment idea? Oh, because it feels yeah. like the mystery. Oh, yeah. The mis- the mystery cup yep. of filling mm-hmm. ties in directly to the mystery apartment you're going to get for $750 on the water. Yeah. yeah, then just a really quick, by the way. P.S. You guys should also get into real estate. Get into the real estate game. Get into the real estate game. <laughs> $750 a room. Regardless of... <laughs> studios to three bedrooms. Yeah. Lottery style. Lottery. Um, powered well, by water. Powered by water. Water wheels. And they're, they're only built on lakes like mm-hmm. i mean it's the last clear real estate left yeah and try to figure out how to make them float in the middle of the lakes please yeah. mm-hmm. please yeah. yeah that's it that's oh we're good please oh i love it all right guys we did it Yay! we came up with some groundbreaking ideas for pillsbury <laughs> laura thank you so much for joining us this oh, was a blast my gosh. thank you so much for having me like i said big big fan of the pod and this just made me so what happy to share my favorite Aww. food with y'all. That's so nice to hear. I think Laura might be the first legit fan to be a guest. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any social medias you want to plug? Oh, Let people know what you're on. I've got a little, I've got a Twitter. It's just my name, Laura Maynard. And everyone be nice to each other. That's, that's my Aww. plug. That's my plug. <laughs> That's just, that's just what that's I'm just selling. What I'm selling. That's a good plug. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're the babies, Thomas. You can't <laughs> you're be the baby boys. You're the oh, okay. child. You yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. That's it. That's all we have. <laughs> yep, that's it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. 
action checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your end game. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.